You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. computer so I, I saved it and i and i renamed it so it's separate from what we're doing now cool. um do you want to do you want to run this one or do you want me to continue doing it um you know why don't you do this one maybe okay. if we you know, pick up the next couple of ep- episodes i'll you know i'll prep okay, <laughs> okay that sounds good because i have the i have the little the booklet in front of me and I can read through some of the stuff. I think, you know, I'm looking at something online that sounds very similar to what you're talking about. It gives the episodes and it gives the music. Oh, okay. So Just your DVD set did not come with a little booklet? You know, it might. I could run out there Look, and... Yeah. Like, okay. when you... Not not right now. You don't have to do it now, but when you when you go back to look at the DVD <clears> set, <throat> open it up and there's a, like a book in a sleeve. Like, it's almost like a... <laughs> it's almost like a peachy sleeve or a, a trapper keeper sleeve <laughs> on the inside fold of the opening of when you first open up the set of DVDs. Where is it? Where is it? Let's look. Can't find the DVD. Yeah, I couldn't find mine earlier today, too. Uh, only because we're tearing everything apart with the flood stuff and moving things around. Oh, yeah. I hope things are going okay with that. Getting it's been a lot of work. It's been a lot of work. Um, All right, I I must have a different set than you because mine doesn't have that. Oh, that's a bummer. I just have six discs. Okay, yeah, no, that that's kind of a bummer because this is a really cool <clears throat> booklet. I must have the cheap version. This only cost me like thirty bucks, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what I paid for this and like when, how long ago I bought it, but I knew that I wanted it as soon as it was available. <laughs> Just because I, I I was so bummed when they stopped making this show. Yeah, well the the thing is that after are we and um it's more like watching a movie or watch or reading a novel than watching a, a, a typical TV show. Mm-hmm. It just is a lot more raw and there's a lot more like kind of turnarounds where. At the beginning of the series, one guy's one way, and then he kind of surprises you and changes, mm-hmm. you know, which just is not typical of television. Everybody pretty much stays the same, and if anything, they go a little more over the top or something and become, you know, sillier um, when they find their, like, catchphrase or something. This is not like that. This is more like, you know, watching a really high-quality movie or or reading a book. You know, mm-hmm. where everybody has to change before the end of the movie or the end of the book. So, um, so I like that. I really like that about this whole, that everybody has an arc. All right. Well, let me bring us into the show. So welcome oh, back everybody sorry. to another. No, that's okay. No, this is good. I'm going to have that as pre-talk right before the bumper. <laughs> Thank you.
This is a day something podcast. Anjay! 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 Hey, where's the thief? I don't think there's anybody back there. You or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! It. To each other. Party on, dudes! Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. We are we are talking about freaks and geeks. We're continuing our mini series. Um, we just we just did the pilot episode, broke down that, you know, talked about the general setup of the series itself. Um, you know, it was made in 1999, went on in 2000, which kind of supports my argument from a couple weeks ago about how the the zeros are actually the end of a decade, not the beginning. <laughs> you remember buy that? It. <laughs> yeah, we'll buy it. I'll give you a pass on that. I for told the, you. <laughs> for this episode, we'll go with it, right? For or for this show, because of uh, because it started in 1999, but it talks about the 80s and anyway. So uh, we are going to go on to episode two of Freaks and Geeks, which is called Beers and Weirs. Now we're if you didn't hear the first episode, go back and listen to the first, the pilot. When we talk about the mm-hmm. pilot episode, go back and listen to that, that show that we, that Suzanne and I did first. Um, Cause it kind of tells the characters. So Sam and Lindsay are both, their last name is weird W E I R. And so that's why it's called beers and weirs. Now this is a really good episode. Um, they, so, so, Sam and Lindsay's parents are going to go away for the weekend to go see Paul Anka. (laughs) (laughs) How very AM radio. (laughs) So good. This is just the way that Paul Anka. All right. (laughs) Put your head on my shoulder. Um, so they're going to go away and, and Lindsay's friends finds out that, that her parents are going away. So they're like, yeah, you need to have a party. So what does Lindsay do? She agrees to it. She says, all right, I'll have a party. And then they get a keg and, you know, word starts getting around. And so the, the, the main, the main plot line of this episode is all about the party. So, mm. did you ever have this opportunity to to throw a party at your house while your parents were gone? I have I have to tell you, I was like petrified of the idea of having a party because I was convinced nobody would show up. Oh, so not I because was... it was going to be a like a you know knockdown right. drag out, but because you, nobody right was gonna because come. I was afraid oh. nobody would come, and it would just it's just like I'm I'm far too neurotic for that. So I. I did not ever throw a party at my house in high school. Never. But I told you, 
I had the best friend who was more of the party girl mm-hmm. and we got invited to all the good parties nice. and we were like almost sort of co-hostesses sometimes <laughs> for all the good parties. <laughs> and, uh, you know, once again, she had older brothers and sisters. Well, yeah. the, uh, one older brother, one older sister. Um, but they knew people all over the place, like from from every grade, you know, <laughs> would come from miles around. She also. Oh, this is weird. OK, we had we had a friend um, who lived around the block, which is her, her street. Mm. Um, and his parents, this was like um, 11th grade, I guess he was a senior. His parents moved away. But let him stay in the house. What? I swear. Oh man, that's part. So that's, that's got party written all over. We had some big parties oh, at Mark's gosh. house. What <laughs> <laughs> was his name? Bart? Bart. Mark. 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 Oh, Mark. M A R K. Mark. Mark. Um, and Mark was like, Mark was a brainy guy. Mark was like one of those, uh, the, the kid who got like the big scholarship. Well, I forget what what scholarship they sent out in the, mm. in New York. We're like one kid in school would get this big scholarship. Mark got the scholarship. I won't say his last name because I'm sorry, sure he's still out there. But in any case, he was he was hysterical, um, and because he had his house to himself, it was just like the party house. That's and, awesome. And uh, yeah, we had some great parties at Mark's house. Um, but we were like me and me and Lori were like the girls in charge, you know. And they were like they never cleaned anything up. Like we would go over to the house and there'd be like dishes in the sink that were like there for a week. Like there was like green things floating <laughs> on top of the water. It was horrifying. <laughs> You know, we were like this. It was like like Wendy and the Lost Boys. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> and you're ta- you're not talking about the Lost Boys, the vampires. You're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm talking Peter about Peter Pan. Pan. Yeah. Peter Pan, Wendy, and the Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> right. I right. heard that. I heard that reference the other day. They're like the Lost Boys, and for a second I went to the vampire. You know, the the '80s vampire mm-hmm. movie, Kiefer Sutherland and and Patrick. Um, Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick, thank you. I almost mm. said Patrick Stewart, but that's not it. That's that's yeah, <laughs> that's totally different. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, and Jamie Gertz and all that stuff. And for a second, mm-hmm. I thought about that, but I'm and then I realized, oh, they're actually referencing Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah, the original oh, Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I started thinking, I'm like, did they take that from that? Is that where they like kind of did they? Yeah, they kinda, I think so. Really. Like yeah. I, I never put it Eating together. Lost Boys, I, like, the movie I never put it together. Sutherland. Really? Yeah, oh, like I see. We it, talked about that during the episode, didn't we? That they were lost. Well, like the yeah, but like it came from Peter Pan. Like I never, I would have never put that did. together. Really, that that's cool. Yeah. That's kind of a cool little reference, then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I like it. It's literary. <clears throat> anyway. But in any case, I think we're getting a tangent. Tangent alert. Yes. <laughs> we should have a like a an alarm sound for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like somebody comes in with a buzzer and says, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well Dave usually reins me in. Yeah, with a hook or something. <laughs> right. Anyway, what were we just talking about parties? Because this is a keg party episode. This is a keg party episode. Uh Okay. Is, so So Sam and his friends decide that Lindsay's <laughs> gonna get in too much trouble. And yeah. somehow get a keg full of non-alcoholic beer to somehow switch out. Yeah. And I love <laughs> the, no the, the interaction with the guy at the liquor store. It was hysterical. Like, <laughs> I seem like, to remember that was funny. They're, they're like, uh, yeah, we need a keg of beer. He goes, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 like non-alcoholic beer. 
And he's like, yeah, again, I don't think so. But we need to we need to switch it out with my my sister's having a keg party and we need to switch out the beer. He goes, he says something really. He's like, like right on, you know. He's like all on board all of a sudden. He's like, that's so funny that you would do something like that to your sister. So he ends up giving him the keg of funny. of non alcoholic beer, and so the boys, Sam, Neil, and Bill, uh. You know the geeks. They 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 haul it over in a uh, <laughs> like a radio flyer. Uh, yeah, that's right. Like wagon. in a wagon or something. It keeps falling out or like they're tripping over yeah, it. Yeah, like they like they can't push it. And, and and Sam is yelling at Bill, put your coat over it so nobody sees it. Or something. <laughs> yeah. And so they they end up getting it back to the house and they they switch out the the kegs they're trying and they 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 have some difficulties. And Lindsay almost catches them, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they were able to get the the keg of beer, the real beer, into Sam's room, and they switched out the fake beer and put it in the the main area where the party is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And earlier in the show, you know, Daniel, who's the one that kind of was the 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 whole i you know, the idea man for the party in the first place. Just started mm-hmm. spreading the word around everywhere to uh, come to this party, and uh, yeah, 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 including and, like like guys show up who are like in their thirties or something. I know, I know they're way they're way too old to be there. <laughs> and the one old guy, he's already drunk. He goes, "Let's tear this mother down." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so they, they, they were, you know, they, they kind of got word out that it was going to be, end up being a, you know, quite a large party. And Daniel, when Daniel first walks in, you know, he kind of walks in ahead of him, him and the, you know, the rest of the gang from the patio, they kind of walk in before the party actually gets started. And Daniel's like, yeah, I, th- I think this will be big enough. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's looking She's around like, the room. Well, like, yeah. well, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like how many people are coming <laughs> and this also kind of sets up a little bit of a love thing right like a like a a crush yeah well that's that's the thing she starts out kind of having a crush on daniel mm-hmm. who's like the the cute burnout guy but nick is the one who's like more initiating her into this group right and like ingratiating her mm-hmm. to the other burnouts well you know kim is like what the hell is she doing here Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So, but and then now, um, now, now Daniel and Kim were dating throughout the series. They were back and forth, you know. And in this episode, they had they had broken up. Like he had, she had dumped him or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were still hanging out, and it was like okay or something. So that's when Lindsay was kind of going towards Daniel because he was showing a little bit of interest in her at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but once the party starts rolling, that's when things change. Yeah, when Daniel and Kim are like all over each other again. Yeah, she, you know, Lindsay finds them in her bedroom. <laughs> don't no, worry, how insulting. Don't worry, in we, her bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, we threw all your stuffed animals on the floor. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Thanks. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> that was a dig, though. That was a dig. Oh, totally. That was still Kim hadn't decided that she liked Lindsay yet at that point. Oh, Kim. So her character, Kim Kelly, is a full-on bitch through this whole 
whole <laughs> Yeah, but series. you kind of you kind of get to understand her a little bit, you know, of once you get into the series. Right. Which which episode? Kim Kelly is my friend, which is episode four. We'll get into that in a couple episodes. Yeah, here. that was a crazy one. You uh, warned me about that episode. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> my house that, wasn't that, that crazy. Kinda, <laughs> it kind of it kind of tells you where Kim is coming from. Um, so you have. You still have a lot of these great same all the same characters uh, doing their thing, and then you have this amazing soundtrack just for this episode. Again, uh, we're going to talk about the music on every episode, I think, because my little booklet here that I have tells you every all the songs that are like featured in every episode. So it's really cool. I'm I'm glad that they added that. Uh, this one has seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven songs that they like highlighted. One was Hush by Deep Purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus is just all right with me, which is where <laughs> Millie. Yeah, where Millie comes uh, to the to the house to make sure that she's all right and yeah. starts doing a serenade of Jesus is just all right, all right with me on the family piano in the middle of the party. Right, and this is where this is where they're uh, the party's already rolling, right? And everybody thinks they're drinking real beer. Yeah, and they're getting drunk they're, anyway, they're even though it's non-alcoholic beer. And Neil, you know, one of the geeks, he's like, "That's the placebo effect, my friend," <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Yeah. At one point, so they all think they're getting drunk, and uh, there was an a scene earlier in the episode where they were at a. Um, they were at a, the school, like the the you know the multi-purpose room or whatever it was, watching uh-huh. a, watching a little skit by Millie oh, yeah. and and, and yeah, Harris, like it's don't don't drink yeah, the dangers of alcohol yeah and, yeah yeah I think I could do cocaine anytime I want, but I'm just here to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that was it's real so cornwall. Funny. So anyway, they had just done this thing where where she was like in the skit, Millie was in this skit and um you know, the straight laced girl, Millie's the straight laced one, and she was doing this skit mm-hmm. about, you know, don't drink and drive and stuff like that. So she ends up at the party and she sits down at the piano and starts playing Jesus is just alright with me. Uh-huh. And then, and, yeah. Jason, and Nick, Jason yeah, Nick Siegel, thinks that's the coolest thing. Yeah, he's like, yeah, man, this is great. It's the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> yeah, because he starts singing with her. Yeah, and, he, and he's acting like he's drunk, even though he's not drunk because it's non-alcoholic beer. Uh huh. Yeah, he thinks he's drunk, but anyway, um, another song, another great song. Rick Derringer's "Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo" plays at some point mm-hmm. in the background. Uh, Santana's not one to depend on. Uh, that's a good song. I, a lot of people probably don't know that. This is one of the beautiful things about this. They kind of get these little nugget songs mm-hmm. that are like we were talking about before we even I before we started this whole show. We were talking about Paul, um, not Paul Simon. I'm sorry, uh, Billy Joel's songs that they that they mm-hmm. feature later on in the in the series are kind of the obscure songs that you really don't hear on the radio and that no one to depend on by Santana is another one of those 
Yeah, I'm betting it was a licensing thing, but I mm. think it worked to the benefit of the show. Right. It made it more it unique. So, and then they 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 have uh, "Ain't Talking About Love" by Van Halen, uh, and then "Maybe" by Janis Joplin, and then "Do You Love Me" by Kiss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is all uh, headbanger cut type of you know dirtbag party songs. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Yes. I say that as an eleventh or like a tenth grade wannabe dirtbag. Who never quite yeah, you mean made dirt the bag. grade. You're yeah. saying dirtbag in the most lovingly way that you can, right? Yeah, yeah. Burnout. <laughs> Burnout, I think, maybe was more the phrase. I mean, they were not yeah. dirty. No, they were just, you know, they smoked a lot of pot. But, yeah, yeah, they and, were partiers. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's – uh. This this episode is too funny. And then they, then they think they're all drunk, and they're not drunk. And, and then Lindsay walks in on – Kim Kelly and Daniel back together, making out on her bed with the stuffed animals on the floor. And so it's just, it's yeah. Yeah. And Daniel makes like, uh, you know, like that shouldn't bother Lindsay whatsoever. Like he didn't notice that she has been hanging on his every word for the whole, you know, episode. Right. 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 I can't wait to get to the porn episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was a little sickening. I, I mean, think, literally, for the characters, yeah. sickening. Yeah, I think it's called Tess and Breasts. I think it's episode five. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so we can kind of wrap. Like, we're going to be able to go through these now, the the these episodes pretty quickly. Um, was there anything that like stood out in this episode for you that that really grabbed your attention? Well, just the whole dynamic of. You have you let those people have a party. There's no stopping it. You know, like <laughs> they've got people coming in and out. She doesn't know who the hell they are. By the end of the night, she's like, what the hell? Get these people out of my house. And, uh, you know, I just I remember those parties. I remember those guys who would get so freaking drunk that you had to, you know, try and steer them to the lawn so they could pass out. Yeah. You no, know, I, I remember, you know, being on the curb with the girlfriend who was sick and, you know, all right, oh. I think we're going to get out. I think we're going to throw oh. up on the curb you know, in front of your house. Did you hold her yeah, hair? Yeah, for yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting how they wrapped up that party, too, how they were able to uh, – how Neil went to talk to Lindsay because she was all bummed out because she saw, you know, the two making out. And she thought she was drunk, but she wasn't. And <laughs> – She's like, I don't know what I'm doing, and you know what? All these people are destroying my house, and and Neil steps up, you know, as one of the geeks. He's sitting up there, sitting on the bed, and he's just like, well, some somehow like somebody he used to, or his brother used to, to uh, his older brother used to, like call the cops and act like he was one of the neighbors. And yeah, that that's was, right. Okay, uh, I remember. So he goes, you know, so I'll call the cops right now from, you know, from their house or whatever. And uh, he's like, I'm old and I, I'm very tired. So please <laughs> get these people to be quiet. So yeah, he was a a very, guy. there's a very loud party going on. So he gets the cops to come and break up the party and saves the whole thing. So clever boy. Yes, yeah, he was very smart. Um. 
so that was that was kind of a cool little scene. They could, you know, and then and that that kind of uh, wrapped up. <laughs> except there's there's one thing there's one scene that always cracks me up. Um, Lindsay's unhappy because she just saw Daniel and Kim making out, and so she mm. goes outside and Nick is out there. And yeah. so he gives her a hug and he's just holding her and he starts to try to <laughs> undo her bra. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, oh, that's God. just a party dynamic. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he, he goes, he goes, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just really drunk. You know, he tries to blame that. And of course, he's <laughs> yeah, not, meanwhile, they haven't uh, had any yeah. real alcohol. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Bill, has Bill been, is the only Bill, one who does get drunk. <laughs> he's been in the bedroom, in Sam's bedroom, drinking the real beer by himself and gets uh-huh. loaded and passes out in the hallway. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill's like the last person you would expect to do that, too. He's like, you know, you would not expect yeah. him to be the one drinking. Yeah, he's um, watching freaking Dallas and drinking exactly, from the keg. Yeah, he's watching Dallas. <laughs> Hiding in the bedroom. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, it's good stuff. So, um, Bill gets abused in this series. I mean, not not like abused like his front by his friends, but just like every circumstance, like something terrible happens. To oh yeah, later on, like with the peanuts. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. with yeah with the peanuts and the and with the is his mother and the the gym teacher and blah blah blah. Oh right, which the gym teacher, great actor, fun, very yeah. Very, time, very timely of of um, being a, thrown in an 80s person that that was in Back to the Future. That's um, right. That's right. He kind of had that iconic yeah. role. Of Biff. Yeah. So throwing him back in it, you know, this was this was made in 98, 99 and probably produced 98, 99, somewhere around there. And, you know, to come back from Back to the Future, both both first and second one. Um, mm hmm. As being, uh, oh god, I can't remember his name, the character's name. Back to the um, future. Coach Fredericks. Oh, no, in, no, no, back no, in, in Back to the Future, future he was um, uh, Biff. Biff, yeah. I kept wanting to say Buck, but I'm like, no, that's not it. That's, that's Uncle Buck. That's John Candy. It's not <laughs> it. <laughs> Biff. Biff Tannen, yeah. Um, anyway, you know, he he kind of makes a a reoccurring role in this, in this series, which we'll get to that later on. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this was just such a great episode. Uh, it was, it was more development in their characters to, to really set up some more, some more really good, uh, see, uh, more other episodes to follow it up and build off of that. And mm-hmm. just, just good plot line and, they nailed all, like I said, the music and the feel. Like when she was putting up the the psychedelic unicorn pictures on the wall. Oh yeah, that's right. She like redecorated her house. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. <clears throat> Once again, all the all the furniture, the lamps, the oh. the, the upholstery, even like mm-hmm. this really freaking impressed me about this whole series. The clothing was so not just so early 80s but like that specific year. I agree. 100%. And it 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 looks like the clothes have been worn. It doesn't look like wardrobe people came in and said here wear this wear that. Mm-hmm. It looks like stuff that came out of somebody's drawer. 
Yeah. And it just it just cracks me up that they just look like such real freaking kids. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I know people had that shirt. I swear. They went to thrift <laughs> shops and found the clothes we wore in 1980 yeah. and oh, put yeah. on the freaking velour shirts with, uh, you know, like you remember that trend with velour. the velour pullovers yeah. that everybody wore? Or cherry cloth. Right, right. Remember I think the cherry cloth I, ones? Those were good, too. I, I do, yeah. And just all just like the 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 texture of everything. Mm-hmm. It was so freaking spot on. That's and, real stuff. Yeah, the, the texture and the color scheme. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, like there's certain colors that were used then that we don't see nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, like the rusty browns. There was a lot of rusty browns and and uh, in, yeah, in the yeah. clothing. Like I had a pair... I remember, like, in it was probably like eight, seventh or eighth grade, which might have been right about 1980. Um, mm-hmm. I had a pair of like rusty brown corduroy pants. Oh my god, I did too! <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing that she's like, wearing those like corduroy Levi's in like a rust. Yeah, I had a, I yeah. had, I had a pair of rust <clears throat> corduroy Levi's. In 19, not, not 1980, maybe like 1978. And they were like my favorite pair of pants. But yeah. it's true that they were, that was like a big, it, you know, thematically, the color scheme of the clothing is right. Even the color scheme of like the appliances in the kitchen, the oh, couches, yeah, totally. the wall paneling on every freaking wall. Yeah. It paneling. was mm. hysterical. Yeah. It's, it's just really so well set. You really feel like you're, you really feel like you're brought back to that era, mm. that 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 year, like you said, very specific. Right, that, that exact year, year. the trend that year was those those clothes, those jackets. Yep. Yeah, they they nailed it. So anyway, um, great episode. Only episode two. We have uh, sixteen more to go. and it's just there's there's some that are really really funny and 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 very relatable um most of them are actually i just love this whole series you know 18 episodes like you were saying earlier it's done like a movie like this 18 episodes feels like a movie if you if you watch them back to back you really could just like get lost in it Easily, mm-hmm. like just like get totally sucked into binging every episode and just and and totally get lost in that that era and that feel. Um, yeah, well, that's what you, I kind of did. Now, yeah, now you said uh, originally you'd watch like three, four, five, six, maybe originally before you um, bought the before you bought the DVD set. Yeah, well, I I had watched a few. Like I said, I streamed a few um, like a year ago. And then I watched a couple in the middle of mm-hmm. the series that I just streamed um, online. Just on randomly. The, okay. know, just via, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know it was random. It made it look like they were in sequence, but they weren't. You know, in the, right. in the end, I found they weren't. But, yeah, so I saw a couple in the middle. So then you went back and watched the DVD series. Then I watched you, the whole you, thing, yeah. You binged the whole thing? I did, I did. Like from Not one, like in one, one day. day. Oh, well, no, I know, but, like. In a very short time, you you just bought those like two three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And like two weeks. Were, I made it last two weeks. You were telling me <laughs> you're like, well, you know, don't don't expect me to rip through these anytime soon. I, I might <laughs> you know, I might get to it. 
And uh, when you said the other day, <laughs> when you said the other day, a couple days ago, you sent a, the message saying that you already watched the whole thing. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> it so gets exciting. you though. It does. It does. And yeah, this is, it's just so well done. So um, let's wrap this one up and um, we will, we'll move on to episode three in our next episode, which the next episode coming up is called tricks and treats. And it's all about Halloween, which is, a really fun episode to talk about. So uh, yeah. you can reach us at Bonsai Retro Club uh, either through email by sending an email to McFly at Bonsai Retro Club. You can follow us on Twitter, Bonsai Retro Club, uh, and 80s Auto Reverse, that's me. And then Suze Mataboni is Suzanne. And do um, you have anything else to add before we go? Um. SuzanneMataboni.com. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, looking forward to getting through this whole series because it's a blast. It's so much fun. (laughs) It's such a great show. So, um, and so relatable for, like, 80s kids, really. Absolutely. If people out there that that are part of the, that have grown up in the 80s and you've not watched this series, seriously, seek it out. Find it. Watch the series. It's it's so fun. It is is very very relatable. Uh, like we are saying, it just it, they all the clothing and the decorations and everything is just so the cars, um, the everything. It's perfect. The, it's it's really just one of the best shows ever produced about this era. So anyway, that is all. We will talk to you guys later. Be excellent to each other, as we always like to say. Have a good whatever. Okay, bye.